one, two, three. Testing, one, two, three. Testing, one, two, three. Testing, one, two, three.
Praise the Lord. It's time to get started. It's time to get started. Come on, stand to your feet. Simple song says you're all I need. Every breath you breathe. Here we go. You're all I need. You're all. Every breath you breathe. You're all I need. Let your river flow through me. Say it again. Every breath. You're all I need. Let your river flow. You're all, you're all I, you're all I need, you're all I need, you're all I need. Let's say that again. You're all, you're all, every breath, you're all I need. Let your river flow. Say it again. Every breath you breathe, you're all I need. Let your river flow. You're all. Let's give him a oh, 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 Say it again. oh, oh, Put your hands together in here. 
May we bow our heads in prayer. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the opportunity to assemble again in your house of prayer. Father, we come thanking you for a week's journey. For some, it's been all good, Father. And for some, a little difficult. But whichever way it was, we come thanking you because you help us make it through. We thank you, Father, for this day and opportunity to come and give you the utmost praise because you are deserving of it, Father. And that's all we have in the end, Father, is our praise to you. You own everything, Father. Even us, you own us, Father, but we give of our time this morning to say thank you. To say have mercy on us, Father. And thanking you for your grace and mercy. Father, we pray that the preached word would reach us this morning. It would lead us and guide us in the way that you would have us to go. And for those, Father, whose loved ones have transitioned this week, we ask that you would look in on them. And Father, give us a caring spirit that we can go see about them too. We lift them up right now, Father. For those who are sick among us, we lift them up to you too. Knowing, Father, that all our help comes from you. These blessings we ask in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, lift your voice this morning and tell him thank you. We're in the season of thanksgiving. Come on, tell him thank you for yourself. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Oh, tell him I just... Why? Because you've been so good. Been so good. I know I'm not by myself. I know he's been good to you. Come on, he's been. Been so good. Tell him, I just want to thank you. Oh, has he made a way for anybody in here? You made. <laughs> Every day you keep on for a minute. Say he made a way. You keep on doing it over and over again. Yes, Lord. Oh, you made a way. 
have a lot to be thankful for. We're going to pause just for a moment, but we don't want those in the outside there to miss this wonderful prayer. So, ushers, won't you please allow them to come in at this time? some in our state who have decided to pick at the wounds that we thought were healed. But we had Thanksgiving this week. And as the music began to play and the choir began to sing about how much we need God. And then thank you Lord. And it reminded me that no matter how bad it seems, no matter how much conflict is all around us, God is always in control. So our job is to stand as the hand and feet of God and hold hands and pray. So let us do that this morning as a collector. Grab the hand of your neighbor And let us look to our awesome God. Oh, masterful God. The one who has all power in your hands. The one who spoke light into darkness. Peace in the chaos. You still remain on the throne. So dear God, we come as your church. Bow down before you. Calling upon you and calling upon your spirit. Dear God, we ask that you pour out your spirit this morning. Dear God, we ask that we ask for that spirit of First of all, love. The love that you have shown us by allowing us to wake up this morning. Allowing us to have food on our tables, clothes on our back. Dear God, we also call upon you for that spirit of peace this morning. Dear God, we know that some among us are dealing with a number of different issues. Some that we know about and some that only you know about. Dear God, we ask that you wrap your loving arms around them. Whisper into their ear. Let them know that you have promised to never leave us or forsake us. And dear God, we ask that you pour out your spirit of courage to stand on your word. To speak truth to power, dear God. In order that we take care of our brothers and sisters to stand for the next generations to come in order that we live in a community where we can be who you created us to be and dear God we ask that you cover this service this morning we ask that it go according to your will bless the man of God bless his family and dear God bless every participant 
and that everything will be done in decency and in order. Dear God, we know we've asked a great deal this morning, but we know that we serve a great God. So it is in the name of your Son and our Savior, Jesus Christ, that we utter this prayer. Dear God, we ask every voice in the building to say amen. 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 On. I just, I just want to thank, thank you. you, Lord. Yes. Amen. We all ought to be so thankful because we have so much to thank him for. Amen. God bless you. This is the day that the Lord has made and we ought to rejoice in it. Amen. We're going to ask you, if you would now, join us in our response to reading, followed by the hymn for the morning. So at this time, won't you please stand? And may we read the response together. The blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from our own. Isn't that powerful? Don't you, wouldn't you, don't you like to be cleansed if you need it? Let's do that again all together. The blood of Jesus Christ, his son and there's something else his blood will also help us so we're going to ask that you sing as you see as you see the words on the we're going to ask that we all sing together this is our hymn for the morning the blood
a blessing right there. Know that the blood will never, never lose its power. Amen. This time we want to just pause just for a few moments and just share a few announcements with you and ask you to be sure to help those that might need our help. We ask again that you pray for all of our sick and children members. I know that you know who they are. We ask you to pray for them. Continue to pray for Mrs. Harrington as she continues to improve. Also ask that you please pray for Reverend King as he also improved but need the prayers of the church. Amen. Also, we have the funeral services of the Willie and Sons Funeral Home, and we ask that you please pray for the celebration life of Mandy Watson, and I know you probably know who that person is. We just ask that you pray for all of our sick and shedding members and those who are being prepared now to move to the next level. Also, we ask you to please pray for the Ross and Sylvester family. Most of you probably know that she is the mother of Rosalind Sylvester, that is Sister Ruth Childs. We ask you to please pray for her. She passed away, and of course the services are incomplete at this time, but you know that it will be coming sometime during this week. And again, we ask you to pray just for that family, but pray for all families who are going through difficult times. And let me tell you something. If you're not there, just keep on living. Amen. So we need to understand and, and make sure that we are nice and help those who need our help. And I can't think of anybody that don't fall in that category. This time we're going to get some additional announcements from the media. Media? Good morning, Kate Chapel. If you didn't get a chance to donate to the Billy Brumfield Blanket Drive, not to worry because the deadline has been extended. Class 10A is collecting new and gently used twin or full-size blankets for donation to the Billy Brumfield Shelter for Men. You may submit your blankets by placing them in the marked box in the Fellowship Hall anytime before Wednesday, December the 5th. Class 12B and 10B is sponsoring a clothing giveaway. Items needed are shoes, socks, boots, skirts, pants, blouses, shirts, t-shirts, caps, scarves, gloves, and school uniforms. Someone will be available to accept your donations from November the 26th through the 28th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. here at Cade. Thanking you in advance for your support of this effort. Bible study has been suspended for the holidays and will not meet from November the 21st through December the 26th. We'll see you in the new year. Happy holidays. Join us on December the 16th at 6 p.m. as we celebrate the coming of our King. Our annual Christmas cantata will be held at the New Horizon Church International and commemorative tickets are available today. Please invite your family and your friends and we will see you on December the 16th. And please be sure to check your bulletins and the bulletin boards for additional announcements and upcoming community events. And to share your ministry news with the K-Chapel family, just send an email to kchapelannouncements at yahoo.com or you can go to the Submit Info tab on the K-Chapel app, but be sure to get your announcements in by noon on Tuesday of each week. We do have one additional announcement here. Um, God can bless you with everything you need and you will always have more than enough to do all kinds of good things for others and that's wonderful thank you so much for your words of comfort love support message and phone calls your kindness will never be forgotten his kingdom his kindness shines through you and again we say thank you and this is the grace of the late Layla Gray so we ask you to please pray for the Gray family and know that it's their time now but yours later on amen we're going to pause now and just recognize our visitors. Listen, if you are not yet a member of this congregation, we're going to ask you to please stand. 
let us thank you for coming and invite you back. So at this time, and don't be bashful, we're going to ask all visitors, if you would, please stand up. Stand up, visitors. Amen. God bless you. Continue to stand. They popping up. Remain standing, if you would. Visitors, we want you to know on behalf of our senior pastor, Reverend Reginald Bucket, Pastor Master Reverend Horace Bucket, the entire KHF family is just so happy that you chose to wish it was us today. We know that you could have gone any place, but you made our hearts glad by your presence. If you're just visiting, please come in the time and schedule the live. But if by chance looking for church on before you leave today, we're going to try to convince you you just found out more. While you're standing, we're going to give you something you can only get here at KHF Missionary Baptist Church.
church say amen. amen. Let's say amen again. Amen. Anybody glad to be in the house of the prayer one more time? Amen. What a mighty good God we serve. Good to be in the house of prayer. Good to see each of you, my father's children. God is good. Amen. And greatly to be praised. Y'all look good this morning. Amen. Had a good Thanksgiving. Didn't eat too much. Bless. Oh, somebody say, yeah, you did. <laughs> I saw you. God bless you. Had a good Thanksgiving nonetheless. What, a, what an awesome God we serve. And listen, listen, listen. I don't have to tell you we've got some business to take care of on Tuesday. Amen. 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 We got some business to take care of on Tuesday. So if you need to walk some of that off from Thursday, go on and walk it off so you can get in line on Tuesday. Amen. I, one of the things that just warmed my heart uh, over the last, uh, last uh, 24 hours, I, I was looking on Facebook and I saw the, the different posts from all across the state where people were standing in line to vote all across the state. Uh, they, 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 they know that they weren't going to be able to vote on Tuesday, and so they took the time to make sure that their vote is going to be counted. And all across the state, you saw pictures of people standing out in the streets. Some had to wait for three and three and a half hours to vote, but they did it. Amen? Amen. Because we understand. Amen. That's right. Go ahead and bless that. Amen. Amen. Bless the commitment. And it's just the start of what we have to finish on Tuesday. Amen? The start of what we have to finish on Tuesday. Listen, we, we have a special guest here this morning, Reverend Timothy Wright, uh, who's out of Chicago. He's one of the surrogates for uh, Congressman, uh, look at me, I'm already calling it, right? I'm sorry, for, for candidate uh, Mike Espy. Uh, uh, he's come to us uh, from the, I'm sorry, from the United Church of Christ, uh, uh, where Reverend Jeremiah Wright served for many, many years. Amen. Amen, amen. And you know Reverend Otis Moss is now the senior pastor there. Uh, we're going to give him a great big Mississippi welcome. Amen. Welcome to Mississippi. Amen. Come on. And, and, and we're going to indoctrinate you real good. Amen. We welcome you to Mississippi. K. Chapel, how long are we giving him? Huh? Amen. Amen. We give you two minutes here. God bless you. Welcome to K. Chapel. Amen. Well, thank God my profession is that of a lawyer. I can do two minutes. But first of all, I just want to begin by giving honor and praise uh, to our Lord Jesus Christ and, and to, to the shepherd of this chapel. And I want to say thank you, Reverend. I appreciate you, Reverend. My name is Timothy W. Rice III, and I'm a servant of our Lord Jesus Christ. As, you can, as, uh, as he indicated, I'm, I'm not only an attorney, I'm also a minister, and I served in the administration of Bill Clinton. But that's not what I'm here for. I'm here in Mississippi to support my friend Mike Espy and urge you to vote for Mike Espy. You know, I've known Mike since the early 80s where we, I supported him for Congress. And I was the first African-American director of domestic policy in the history of this country under President Bill Clinton. Mike was my colleague. I can talk to you about the integrity in which he walks with. I can talk to you about the dedication and his support for the state of Mississippi. I can talk to you about how he is a solution to this issue. See, Mike is our David as we confront this country's Goliath, all right? Mike is more than a conqueror, and I am here. I have gave up all that I had to do so I can be here this morning. I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. I woke up this morning knowing that there's evil in the world, 
amen, and in Mississippi too. But God is still on the throne. God is still on the throne. And God, and, and God has a solution. And I'm here to represent Mike Espy as that solution for a greater America and a greater Mississippi. Thank you. God bless you. Amen. Let the church say amen. 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 Fired up and ready to go. Amen. Amen. Minister of Social uh, Responsibility, you have some information for us. Come on and let us know what we need to take care of. Good morning, Gay Chapel. Uh, we are going to start on next Sunday a NAACP drive. That's the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. And we kept that name because we are of all shades and, and hues. We will be in the back, and the tables will be set up by Mary Garner and Thomas Cheatham. And we are asking you to bring your $30 if you want to do a regular membership. If you had already taken out a life membership and you were paying on it, you will be able to make an installment next Sunday, right after 8 o'clock service. Amen. God bless you. Whatever we call ourselves now. Amen. God bless you. Listen, I understand that the, the, the Grays are here. Uh, sister, brother and sister Gray, Sabrina Gray. God bless you. We see you there. God bless you. We're praying for you guys. Love you guys. Amen. Come on, let's bless them on this morning. Amen. Brother Thigpen, why don't you come and lead us further? I have another individual I just got a note on, and she this person is a graduate from JSU, and we, when our young people do well, we just, we just ought to thank them. So I'm going to ask Sister Kyra Page, just stand and let us see you and let us commend you. Where are you, Kyra Page? She's somewhere back there. Maybe she's a little, I saw her early on. But anyway, that's one of ours that just graduated from JSU, and I think that's wonderful. Amen? Amen. Me too. This time now, we're going to pause for a time in our service where we all can participate. We'd like to remind you that during early morning service, we only do one offering. That is our combined offering. So we're going to ask you to give as you have been so blessed. If you want to, if you want to continue to be blessed, then you need to give because there are always those who are less fortunate than us who ever need our help. So we're going to ask again that you prepare to give now as you have been so blessed. We're going to get some words from the pulpit after which we will uh, prepare for the recipient of our offering. And Jacob vowed a vow saying, if God will be with me and will keep me in this way that I go and will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then shall the Lord be my God. And this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be God's house and all that thou shall give me, I will surely give the tent unto thee. May God bless the hearers and the doers of his word. Amen. Ushers, may of course.
Mm-hmm. You see, I'm stronger than I've ever been. You see, I'm stronger than I've ever been. You know that Satan thought he had me, and now I know I win. And I'm stronger than I've ever been. Yeah, can I get a witness? Listen, you see I'm stronger than I've ever been. You know I'm stronger than I've ever been. You know that Satan thought he had me, and now I know I'm a win. And I'm stronger than I've ever been. Can I get a witness? Listen, I did a lot of things that I was ashamed of. I didn't listen to what Mama taught me about my God's love. And I used to be so weak that I fell for Satan's game. But Jesus came, He rescued me. Now I'm not the same. Than I've ever been. You see, I'm stronger than I've ever been. You know that Satan thought he had me, and now I know I'm win. And I'm stronger than I've ever been. Yeah. Can I get a witness? Listen. I did a lot of things. That I was ashamed of I didn't listen to what daddy taught me About my God's love And I used to be so weak That I fell for Satan's game But Jesus came, he rescued me Now I'm not the same And I'm stronger Than I've ever been See, I'm stronger Anybody stronger than I've ever been you know that Satan thought he had me, and now I know I win, and I'm stronger than I've ever been. Yeah, can I get a witness? Listen, well I've been chained, yeah, I've been chained. Oh, I've been, I've been chained, I've been chained, I've been chained. No more things I used to do. I don't do no more. I've been chained. I've been chained. I've been chained. I've been well. I've been watching. I've been watching. I've been watching the blood of lamb. I've been watching. I've been watching. I've been watching. I've been saved. I've been saved. I've been saved. I've been saved. I've been saved, I've been saved, I've been saved, I've been saved, I've been changed, 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 I
I've been changed. I've been washed. I've been white. I've been washed in the blood of Lamb. I've been white. I've been white. I've been white. I've been white. is coming, but we ask that you prepare your minds, spirits, and hearts not to be receptive of this song that's about to come, and of course, the message from the pulpit. May of course...
Well, I wonder if there's anybody in this house that's got a hallelujah in your heart. Got a hallelujah in your spirit. When you think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for you, somebody's soul ought to cry out just hallelujah. Thank God. Hallelujah. I praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Because I know how it could have been. I know what could have happened. And so I just say hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for being so good in my life. Giving me things that I don't deserve. And then keeping from me some of the stuff that I do. That's called grace and mercy. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God. I want to invite your attention this morning to the book of 2 Kings. 2 Kings chapter number 2. 2 Kings chapter number 2. Beginning with verse, verse number 19. There you will find these words recorded. And the men of the city said unto Elisha, Behold, I pray thee, the situation of this city is pleasant, as my Lord seeth. But the water is not and the ground barren. He said, bring me a cruise and put salt therein. And they brought it to him. And he went forth unto the spring of the waters and cast the salt in there and said, thus saith the Lord, I have healed these waters. There shall not be from thence any more death or barren land. The water was, waters were healed unto this day according to the saying of Elisha, which he spake. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Good, the bad, and the ugly. Thanksgiving is over. Black Friday has come and gone. Small business Saturday is but a few hours finished. Cyber Monday is queued up and ready to go. And then there is Tuesday. But Tuesday is not for shopping. Rather, it is a day for voting. I don't have to tell you all what is at stake. I don't have to educate you about the candidates or their races. Although this special election of Mississippi's next U.S. Senator has captured the attention of politicos across this country, let me be clear that it's neither my responsibility or my goal this morning to speak primarily, primarily to you about politics per se. But rather it is my aim for us to see what the word of God says to the body of Christ. 
in this critical moment of history. What does God say to us at this juncture, at this moment? And what does scripture teach us for such a moment as this? Such a time as this. A time as this when 157 years ago Mississippi succeeded from the Union to fight in the Confederate Army to maintain slavery as a way of life. What does scripture say to us at a time as this, 150 years since the 14th Amendment was ratified, providing citizenship to all persons regardless of race who were born or naturalized in the United States. What does the word of God say to us at a time such as this? 148 years since the 15th Amendment was ratified, giving blacks the right to vote. And when given that right to vote in that same year, Mississippi sent its first black U.S. senator to Washington, a minister from Natchez, Mississippi, named Hiram Revels. What, what does God say to us at a time such as this? 122 years since Plessy versus Ferguson, that Supreme Court decision that held that racial segregation was constitutional, paving the way for Jim Crow laws and other repressive discriminatory practices to define Southern culture for the next 75 years. Yeah. It wouldn't be until 1954, 58 years later, that that same Supreme Court would come back and change its ruling in Brown versus Board of Education, declaring that racial segregation in public schools was in fact unconstitutional. And although the court would insist upon integration with all deliberate speed, it would be another eight years in 1962 before 5,000 federal troops would be sent to escort James Meredith through the gates of the University of Mississippi. In fact, in fact, in fact, that September night before Meredith was escorted onto the Ole Miss campus, there was a football game here in Jackson between Ole Miss and Kentucky, right around the corner there at the Memorial Stadium and at halftime with Confederate flags waving in the summer night air and a new fight song playing with lyrics, never, no, never, Governor Ross Barnett took to the field with microphone in hand at the 50-yard line and addressed the crowd saying in a 15-word speech, I love Mississippi, I love her people, our customs, I love and respect our heritage. And with that coded language, the crowd went into a frenzy. His coded language was as clear as another official who spoke recently about attending a public hanging, a statement made 63 years after a 14-year-old boy named Emmett Till was lynched and body was dumped in the Tallahatchie River for being accused of whistling at a white woman. What does God's word say to us at a time such as this? 54 years since the KKK murdered those three civil rights workers, Goodman, Schwerner, and Cheney in Philadelphia, Mississippi. 53 years since Congress would pass the Voting Rights Act, making it easier for blacks to register and vote and making illegal all of the suppression tactics that are certainly making their way back into... our landscape. What does God's word say to us 50 years? Since the Civil Rights Act of 68 was signed into law prohibiting discrimination in the sale, rental, and financing of housing. Forty years 
Since the Mormon church lifted its ban on blacks to be a part of its lay priesthood. 30 years since Jesse Jackson sought the Democratic National Convention's nomination for president in 1988. And although he lost that nomination... So Michael Dukakis, be very clear, he fought to change the nomination process from a winner-take-all to a proportional delegation system, which literally made the way for Barack Obama to become president. Some 20 years later in 2008, as a preacher of the gospel and as a commentator of history, I must ask the question, what does God's word say and where is God's hand in this pivotal moment as America teeter-totters between reliving her darkest chapters and achieving her brightest hopes? What is the role of the church as a city on a hill whose light must not be hidden under a bushel but must push back the darkness that causes us to stumble over old lines of division and separation? How are we to interact and engage with faith in faith community contexts that are increasingly more polarizing and tribalistic and somehow raise the banner of Christ for the world to see? Because I do believe that if this nation is going to realize its potential and fulfill the promises contained in its constitution, it will be because Christians of good conscience have refused to demonize and demoralize each other because of party affiliations. It will be because Christians of good conscience are more committed to the words of the eternal Christ rather than the sound bites of today's candidates. It will be because Christians of good conscience have determined not to respond to dog whistle politics that people use to pull us apart, but rather blow the horn with a certain sound of justice and love and mercy and righteousness that brings people together. It will be because Christians of good conscience have recognized that we are stronger when we meet in the middle than when we pull at opposite ends. And my prayer and my hope is that we will begin to see a new kind of politic emerge from the middle that recognizes that there is some good on both sides. That just because we come from different places and may believe different things about taxes and immigration and education and health care does not make us enemies of each other. As a nation, we cannot continue to allow ourselves to be reduced to and employ such rudimentary labels when relating to each other. It is unhealthy. It is unsustainable. And eventually somebody's going to get hurt. Although this text is not about politics, this text is not about voting, this text is not about anything related to running the government, but it does speak to the healing of an unhealthy community. Can I show it to you? In the text, the prophet Elisha has taken the mantle of Elijah who has been carried away into heaven by chariots and horses. God did not let Elijah even see death. He was just translated into heaven. And his understudy, Elisha, is now left as the head prophet over the school of the prophets. All of the other prophets see Elijah's mantle fall upon Elisha. And they recognize that the Lord has now chosen Elisha to be over them and lead them as the head prophet. It is after this transition in leadership that a report is brought to Elisha from the prophets who say to him, Elisha, take a look around. 
See where we are. This is Jericho. And it is well situated. Now y'all remember Jericho from your Sunday school lessons. Joshua fought the battle of Jericho and the walls came tumbling down. Jericho, Jericho is thought, thought to be one of the earth's oldest cities. And, and the reason that the prophets say the city was so well situated for several reasons. Number one, Mount Nebo protects Jericho on the east side. On the west side, the central mountain ridge is on the west side, protecting it on that side. And those mountain ridges, both of them go up at least a mile high. And Jericho sits down low. In fact, it sits some 900 feet below sea level, making it a, a, a deep valley with natural borders protecting it. That's why the prophets look at it and say, it's well situated. Ain't nobody... Gonna, gonna climb over a, a mile high mountain to come and mess with us on either side. It's well situated. In fact, if you go down to the valley, the valley is fertile. It's, it's delta land. It's flat land. It, it, it makes for good travel. You can get from one side to the other without any kind of... It's well situated. Well situated. These prophets saw what everybody else saw. That it had the natural geographics to make it a good land and when we consider this country i will go so far as to say america is well situated i know sometimes we get caught up talking about everything that's wrong with america and where she falls short but sometimes i think we forget how good we got it be clear we live in a country that is without question the world's most dominant economic and military power. She is well situated. With a GDP of $18.6 trillion, America's closest rival is China that comes in at $11.2 trillion. And a strong U.S. economy boosts the economic growth around the globe. If America does well, everybody else does well. Be clear, economically, America is well situated. And even in the midst of Brexit, trade wars, and tariffs, Italy's fight with the European Union, renewed sanctions over Iran, a Chinese debt bomb that continues to tick away, the economists agree that the American economy is generally still strong. In terms of military strength, America has the world's largest military budget of any country in the world. We spend $610 billion annually to support the weaponry, the training, and the technology of our military. The closest rival again is China that spends $216 billion. That means we spend almost triple the amount of our closest rival in terms of military expenses. With the world's largest nuclear arsenal at its disposal, advanced warships, fighter aircraft, interballistic missiles, America is well situated to protect itself from foreign aggression and to influence what other countries are willing to do. We are well situated. Culturally speaking, America's imprint spans the world. Our movie, movies and music, our fashion, our sports, our television, and other mediums of art and pop culture are consumed around the globe. We are well situated. People leave their countries to come here. 
because America is well situated, well situated with opportunities, possibilities, liberties that aren't everywhere else. It is well situated. But Jericho being well situated is the good news. Here's the bad news. Prophets say the only problem with all of this good news, there's some bad news. The water is bad. And the land is barren. They say, Elijah, the city is in a good place. But the water is bad. And because the water is bad, the land is barren. The city itself is well secured and designed. But the water is no good. And because the water is so bad, the land cannot produce its potential. Y'all not talking to me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if anybody can relate to this. You, you, you're in a good situation, but, but, but not exactly where you could be or should be. You're positioned to prosper, but there are just a few things that, that, that you wish were different. And if those few little things were different, you would be well on your way. Do I have a witness in here? You, you're situated to succeed, but, but a few things need to get right before you can turn the corner. You're, you're at a good place, but you're not where you could be yet because a few things are yet holding you back. Uh, a few people are blocking your way. Uh, a few doors still haven't been opened. Uh, a few old ideas are holding up progress. Uh, a few programs haven't been started yet, but you know that if things are ever going to take off, if those few folk who are blocking you ever get reassigned if, if, if that old system ever gets replaced if those old antiquated ideas that cause us to still do things like we back in the 60s and 50s and 40s if that ever gets replaced with something modern y'all ain't talking to me in here he said we're situated but the water is bad. It's worth noting that in the Bible, water is oftentimes a symbol of spirit. In fact, you remember when Jesus is at the well, begins a conversation with a woman who is dipping water there. He says to her, if anybody drinks of my water, they'll never thirst again. In other words, if you get filled, he says, with my spirit, you won't keep coming back trying to dip from this well to quench your thirst because you'll have streams of water or my eternal spirit flowing inside of you. Water is a symbol of spirit and when you start to look at this passage with that meaning in mind, it takes on a different connotation that causes us to look at the greatness of this nation that while it is well situated economically, well situated culturally, well situated militaristically, we got to admit this morning, that is suffering from a bad spirit. There's a bad spirit loose in this nation, keeping it from realizing its full potential. A bad spirit holding its citizens hostage to old antiquated ideas that separate us from each other. A bad spirit promoted by separatists and nationalists who beat the America first drum at the peril of a global coalition of peace and prosperity. A bad spirit 
spirit of racial bigotry, a spirit of white supremacy that, that has defended people in high places, a, a, a bad spirit of intolerance for minorities, a, a bad spirit of otherism whereby minorities are targeted for being different, a, a bad spirit of white privilege. Where the police are being called for all manner of incidents. Silly stuff. White woman in the grocery store. Black boy minding his own business. She called the police. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. I say it's a bad spirit that's loose in this nation. Spirit of racial arrogance. It allows one to make inappropriate comments without seeing the problem or be willing to acknowledge it as problematic and offer a sincere apology without reading it as a statement of expediency but rather as a sentiment of the heart. It's a bad spirit. A bad spirit. And even though this nation is well situated, this bad spirit is preventing it from realizing its good potential. That's what the prophets mean when they say the water is bad. Because the water is bad, it's affecting the land. The land can't do nothing because the spirit is bad. Can't get no fruit because the spirit is bad. Can't, can't live up to our potential because the spirit is bad. I don't know if any of y'all work in a workplace where it's just a bad spirit. There's a bad spirit in the place and, and you go there and you, you see all that you could be doing and where you could be going. Talk to me, representative. You, you see everything that the state could be, but there's a bad spirit. And every time you take two steps forward, they drag you three steps back. A bad spirit. There's good news in the text. Because Elijah gives them instructions. He says to them, I see the bad water. And I understand the water is affecting the land. Causing it not to be the fertile place that it could be. Elijah says, I tell you what, go get me a new bowl. Don't give me one of them old ones that you've been using. Cooking and burning stuff in, messing stuff up. Give me a new bowl. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. Say, give me a new bowl. And, and in that new bowl, pour some salt. Pour some salt. And Elijah took that salt. You read it for yourself. It's in the text. He took the salt and went to the spring. Watch this. He didn't, he didn't just pour the salt in the rivers as they flow, but he went to the source. He went to the spring where, where the water comes out. And he dumped the water, the salt, in the spring at its source. What do you say, I'm saying some things, if it's ever gonna be fixed, you got to get to the you 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 can't just keep yeah, trying to put a fix over here and a fix over there and, and hope that somehow it fixes the whole. No, you got to deal with the. Goes to the sauce. He pours the salt. Pours the salt in. I say he poured salt in. He poured salt in. 
Didn't ask for sugar. Sugar would have sweetened the water. But it wouldn't have cured the water. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. And you see, some of us, some of us are satisfied with sweet water. It tastes good, but it's still poisonous. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. You see, I need some salt. Salt that will extract the impurities. I, I need salt. Don't bring me soda. Bring me salt. Soda, soda, soda will absorb the water, but it won't absolve the water. Give me some salt. Give me some salt. Don't, don't bring me no pepper. Pepper might take it up a notch and give it a kick, but, but it won't make the thing. Give me some salt. It reminds me of the fact that Jesus says of us, you are the salt of the world. It says if salt loses its savor, it's good for nothing. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying if this nation is going to fulfill its promises and live up to its potential, it will be because the salt of the earth, the salt of the earth has gotten involved and invested in this place. The salt has decided I'm good for nothing if I don't get involved. The salt of the earth. You are the salt of the earth. You are the salt of the earth. Don't complain about things being wrong if you're sitting at home. You are the salt of the earth. Don't cry and complain if things don't turn out the way you hope, but you didn't make sure five other folk went to the polls with you. You are the salt of the earth. You are the salt. We make the change. We make the difference. We are the preserving agent. Elijah puts that salt into the spring. And the text says, and history confirms that those waters are still good right now. Right now, you can still go there. And they tell me that, that every minute, that spring that runs under the city of Jericho still produces up to a thousand gallons of water every minute. It's still healed because of the salt. Are you saying, preacher, I'm saying we change things. Our presence is a preserving force. And listen, listen, I'm through, but I'm, I'm telling you this, listen. This ain't nothing for you to just pray about. <laughs> this ain't nothing for you to just post about. I'm talking about you social media folk. Did you see so-and-so? Yeah, I saw it. I can't believe she said that. Yeah, she must be a ray. I don't know what to do. Vote!
the salt. And if the salt loses its savor, Jesus said it's good for nothing and should be cast out and trampled under the feet. I don't know about you, but I'm going to be good for something. I, t tell your name, I'm going to be good for something. I'm going I'm to be good for something. I'm going to be good for something. I'm, I'm going to stand up for something. I'm, I'm going to make sure our community gets what it's about. I'm going to be good for something. Young people, how many of y'all up there 18? You registered? Bless your heart. You voting? You got some 18-year-old friends? Take them all with you. After school. Amen. Amen. Listen, everybody, 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 listen. No, uh, okay, listen. It's Communion Sunday. We got to get to this, but... But let me just say this, no excuses. No excuses. Um, um, if, if, if Brother Collins, if you can hear me, Brother Singleton, I see you out there, Archie, um, let's make the transportation available on Tuesday. Get those vans ro rolling, running. Start at K Courtyard. Anybody who needs a ride, Mother Sexton, Get the word out. Anybody who needs a ride, ain't no excuses. We got rides. We got vehicles. Got a new vehicle out. It's shiny and pretty, too. Shiny and pretty. Amen. Ain't no need of letting it sit up there and get tires rotted. Amen. Get it moving. Get it moving. Get it moving. Souls to the pole. Let's vote. Let's vote. Let's vote. Let's vote. And listen, all through this sermon, I ain't told you who to vote for. I ain't mentioned no names. Feel my heart, 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 just feel my heart, feel my heart, I got to protect you and the church, amen, so feel my heart, feel my heart, amen, bless your hearts, and let God be glorified in all that we do, let God be glorified in all that we do, let's pray, eternal God our Father, how grateful and how thankful we are for this time, for this day, for this moment, for this celebration of worship, of who you are. The God who still heals. You heal broken homes and broken communities. And Lord, you allow us, even when we feel like history has been against us, you show us that you can heal that too. God, right now, we pray for this country, a country that is well-positioned, well-situated. But we recognize, oh God, that as a people, we have fallen into our own camps. We've done our own things to the detriment of the masses. So, Lord, your word tells us that if your people who are called by your name will humble themselves and pray, seek your face and turn from their wicked ways you said you would hear from heaven and you would heal the land 
Heal our land, God. Heal our land of all of the isms that divide us. Heal our land of all of the systems that discriminate against us. Heal our land of the bad spirit that has been let loose and been allowed to grow in insidious ways. Heal our land. And Lord, we pray that you let us recognize that since you called us salt, that we have healing properties. Since you labeled us as salt, healing is within our purview. Since you dare to define us as salt, let us be willing to be a part of the solution. We thank you, Lord. We praise you, O oh God. And Lord, we give you honor, glory, for it all belongs to you. God, let us never forget no matter what seats we occupy down here on earth that you still sit on the throne in heaven and there's no one like you we thank you and we love you we ask it in Jesus name for his sake we pray amen amen and amen listen if you're here this morning and You've been debating about your commitment and what it means to be a Christian and, and what this language of light and salt all equates to. He says, you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. It begins with a relationship with Jesus Christ. It begins by opening your heart to him and saying what we sing in this song that we learned as children. Lord, I want to be a Christian. It begins right there. And if you're here this morning and you have not given Jesus Christ your life, you have not opened your heart to him, you can do this right now this morning. Simply saying, Lord, here am I. I want to be a follower of you. I want to be a Christian. I want to know you more perfectly. I want you to save my soul. I want to be washed and cleansed. And then I want to be a part of this great, this great, this great enterprise, this great institution, the church that allows me to be salt in the earth. If you're here this morning, if you're here this morning, and you're ready to make that commitment, you're ready to start that life, we invite you to come now. As the choir sings, and as the congregation stands, let's sing that together. Lord, I want to be a Christian in my heart. In my heart. Hallelujah. Can you sing it again? Lord, I want to be a Christian. Lord, want to be a Christian in my heart in my heart you've already given your life to Christ but you don't have a church home you, you've been coming and you've been experiencing the warmth and the fellowship but you have yet to make this commitment of membership we invite you to come in my heart. In my heart. Hallelujah. In Hallelujah. My heart. 
in my heart. It's time for you to do that. It's time for you to do that. It's time now. Lord, I want, Lord, I want, Lord, I want. Say that again in my heart, in my heart, in my heart, in my heart. Hallelujah. In my heart, in my heart. Say it in my heart. Lord, I want, I want, wanna be. Lord, I want. Wanna be a Christian, Lord. I wanna be like Jesus. Wanna be like Jesus, Lord. I want, Lord. I gotta be like you. Wanna be like Lord. I want, Lord. I wanna be more loving. More loving. I wanna be. coming as a candidate for baptism. Amen. That means that you believe that Jesus is Son of God? Yes, sir. You believe that he died for your sin? Yes, sir. And do you believe that God raised him from the dead? Yes, sir. Amen. That is all that is required. I'm going to ask that you go with Sister Butler, that you be scheduled for your orientation classes. Amen. I'm going to ask Sister Wilson to stand She's coming by Christian experience. Amen. That means that you have been baptized. Yes, sir. Have been a member of a church before. Yes, sir. If this church accepts you as a member, are you willing to study with us? Yes. Are you willing to work with us? Yes. Amen. We're going to ask you to also go with Sister Butler that you be scheduled for your orientation class. God bless. God bless. dispute broke out one day between the disciples about who would be the greatest in the kingdom. Jesus looked at them and said, you all shouldn't act like this. That's how the Gentiles relate to each other. And he said to them, if you want to be great, it begins with service. If you want to be lifted up high, you got to be willing to stoop down low. And after he taught them that, it was around the table at the Last Supper where he demonstrated what he taught. It was after dinner was over that he took up a towel and girded himself. And that same lesson that he taught about service, he then demonstrated by washing their feet. 
each and every one. And he said to them, now what you've seen me do, you do it for each other. If you want to be great, it doesn't start by lifting your name up. It starts by bending down and saying there's nothing too small that I can't do for my fellow man. We serve with the heart of compassion and with the heart of Christ because that's what he taught us to do. And then after this supper was over, he said, now I want you to do this in remembrance of me. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, how grateful and thankful we are for this moment of remembrance. We remember your life. We remember your body. We remember your sacrifice. We remember, God, that you gave your only begotten son for our sakes. You didn't have to do that, but you did because you so loved the world. We remember we remember that he died on a rugged cross, but after being buried for three days, he rose up again. We remember that we serve now a risen Savior. And so we come to this moment of remembrance, reflecting, but also asking, oh God, that you would shine your light from heaven upon our souls. If you find anything that should not be, oh God, you have our full permission to take it out. Remove it. Fill us with more of your power, more of your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah. 
there's anyone with a gluten sensitivity, if you have gluten sensitivities, we do have uh, gluten-free wafers available for you if you identify yourself. Deacon Gentry will make that available to you. Just raise your hand. We don't want anyone to miss out or miss on this communal meal because of that. If you identify yourself, he will make that available to you. Rest mm, 
Has anyone been omitted? And he took bread, break it, and blessed it, and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Likewise, in the same manner, he took the cup and blessed it, saying, This is the blood of the New Testament, which is shed for the remission of sin. As often as we do this, we do show forth his death and suffering until he comes again. Let us drink together. When they finished, they sung a hymn and went out into the Mount of Olives. of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you now, henceforth, and forevermore. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Go in peace. Amen.